Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside Braxton Size Noodles, Taylor. <laughs> Wait, what? Braxton, what? Size Noodles. Okay, I, I want to know what you're saying. Size Noodles? Yeah, that's the singer from the... Oh! <laughs> Go ahead, give him a little taste. <laughs> Also known as Miss Nudie. Okay, uh, I didn't realize that that was uh, yeah. its name. Her, he was, he, I don't know. he was just like, just out, just <laughs> flat out singing it a minute ago, so. I didn't know what you were referring. I'm like, I don't know that kid even had a name. Oh, now you know. Uh, now oh. I know. Well, what hope was everyone is. Hey, rice is, noodles? What was it called? Size noodles. <laughs> rice noodles. <laughs> Hope everyone is having a wonderful week. Oh, Hope yeah. you're uh, enjoying the weekend. Uh, what a week it's been for us here at Jedi Eternal. Yeah. Uh, we had an yeah. insane Thursday evening. As uh, I'm sure many of you have heard, a lot of insane stuff came out oh, of man. Disney Investor yeah. Day. So uh, it was a live stream. Uh, basically because there was no Star Wars celebration. There was no right. um, Disney uh, or D23. Um, basically, all of their big announcements came uh, last night. Or sorry, for you guys, it would have been two nights ago. Right. Um, and and it was during this, this Disney Investor Day. Yeah. And what we ended up getting is about 10 different Star Wars titles. Yeah. Uh, 10 some different of those, series and one of them being a movie. Yeah. And some of those are things that... Um, we already knew were confirmed. We just got a little more information. Some, right, right. some were completely new. Some were we've yeah. heavily speculated on. Yeah, uh, just a mixture. And we're going to jump into all those. So today's going to be a little different. Right. We're not having our news, rumors, releases, main topic. We're 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 throwing all that to the side. We're what? just oh. talking about Disney <laughs> Investor Day. Um, for our Mandalorian review, um, we are going to have a special. Um, side episode just specifically for that review yeah um, we're going to be posting that right after we post this so you'll see it there um, and it's going to um, it's going to have just that review on there it's about 35 ish minutes long yeah, yeah around that so you can go check that out um, but yeah this is just disney investor we're going to dive in deep we're going to talk about it, speculate about it and just have some fun yeah absolutely so, ready, so yeah i just want to say just off the top you know here you know before we get too deep into it i just say I didn't realize how crazy this was going to be. No, um, I don't think any of us I, did. I, I mean, I knew that there were going to be some stuff dropped, obviously, right? Um, but but we had kind of like speculated and thought that you know this was gonna this would be pretty big. But man, like I said, of the yeah. ten things that were announced, were like, like I'd say at least half, if not the majority, was stuff we didn't even know about. Uh, it was it was yeah. pretty crazy. Well, and Disney Investor Day in the past has been a little less. Um, I mean, usually we'll get a couple updates, but but right, not not anything right. to this extent. But again, it's because of, I mean, honestly, it's because of what has happened with COVID this year is sure. why we're getting, uh, why we're getting this, um, because they, these other big conferences like Celebration didn't happen. Right. And normally, a lot of this stuff D twenty three as well would have happened that. at these conferences. Yeah. And yeah. so um, instead, we we're getting it all compiled <laughs> in, in in one, one evening massive, at this at this yeah. thing. So um, yeah, it was awesome. So it was. Awesome. It was we're really typing our little fingers off the entire night trying to get everything out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was yeah. interesting. Uh, so anyways, um, really exciting stuff. Me and Braxton yeah. have not talked about any of this no, yet. No, not at we all. We have not talked about a single so, one of these. This is raw. Um, this is, yeah, completely yeah. raw. We have saved it. We have held it inside until this moment. <laughs> like a bottle and, rocket. And we're now going to talk. We're going to have our theories. 
and just have some fun with it. I'm super excited. I Let's agree. do it. Let's do it. Also, as we get into it, I just want to say we did ask you guys for some questions related to this. So as we go along and we talk about each movie or series, those questions that were related to those specific topics, we will talk about those. Yeah. So, yeah. so we um, we are going. Uh, we're using StarWars.com to 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 kind of. Uh, read off some of these so right. it's a very credible source right. um any information that we're reading here you can go ahead and consider to be true because again it's coming from starwars.com right and um uh we're not doing it by the order kathleen kennedy presented them we're just right. going to do it in the order that this that star wars has it listed here right and the article is called future lucasfilm projects revealed so if yeah. you want to go to that specific article you can while listening right so, so Jumping right in, the very first thing that we have here, which was one of the biggest surprises to me, yeah, um, yeah. is that uh, so we're getting a Star Wars theatrical release in 2023, Christmas mm-hmm. 2023, December 22nd, I believe, yeah, to be exact. Wow, and uh, <laughs> wow, wow, um, and it is going to be Rogue Squadron, yeah, directed that was by crazy the director of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. And so let me just read what we have here. It says, The next Star Wars feature film will be Rogue Squadron, directed by Patty Jenkins. The story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing, high-speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, a lot there. And you know what's really cool is, uh, you know... You're thinking like, you know, first of all, why Rogue Squadrons, what makes her qualified? What's actually really cool, I actually watched the, the little trailer yeah, thing the they had of her. And that she, she released, just, Yeah, she released, yeah. she released that. <laughs> Which was interesting. Whenever, yeah, it, it, Disney wasn't the ones that did it. Like, she already had this ready to go, waiting She's for this like, announcement. Hey, can I, then, uh, just while we're talking about this, can I yeah, put so, this out there? So pretty cool. But. Yeah. Um, you know, basically her father was in the Air Force, from my understanding. and she, He was a fighter pilot. And uh, long story short, she gave this whole thing about how you know she watched her father fly before he went into war and stuff like that and and how it was the most exciting thing for her and how she had always wanted to make a fighter pilot movie and one of the most action-packed awesome things to honor fighter pilots and she's like i just had never found that i'd never found uh you know the, the right story and she's like and i've always been a huge star wars fan my whole life so it's like so when this thought came up this kind of the storyboard came up she's like i want that i want to do it sure and yeah. uh to me that's awesome because a she says she loves star wars i don't know much about her right enough to tell her whether she does or not and someone says they love star wars i'm sure they do right but what's cool is that not only does she love star wars she's very passionate about the subject matter of fighter pilots too exactly so you know and this is just my opinion but you know Somebody coming into it like this is probably going to make a pretty good, solid fighter pilot sure. movie based around Star Wars. Sure, you know what and, I'm and we know uh, Wonder Woman was a was a great movie. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, this this next Wonder Woman that's coming out very soon um, has already been getting reviews, and they're saying it's really good. Yeah, so we know that she is a skilled director. And uh, I think this is going to be in good hands. I agree. Um, I now, agree. a couple of things about this that really excites me. Number one. Um, we are seeing a another movie um, that is that, that it's just that it's just one movie, right? It's not a trilogy, at least that we know of, right? Right now, it's just one movie. And I, you know, back when after Solo, we wondered if Star Wars would have the guts to continue to do that, right? Um, you know, in this uh, kind of like Rogue One, um, but here it looks here, like they are, and yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'm excited absolutely. to see that. Hey, we can still get 
a movie telling a singular story here focused on on a certain group of characters sure. and be able to do a one and done if if so desired sure and yeah. i think that's great I, i'm glad that it doesn't have to necessarily be a trilogy yeah to, to come out theatrically <clears throat> and, and here's the thing i'll say is like whenever you do make a movie right and you say this is going to be part of the new trilogy right you're kind of locking yourself into that right so what if it comes out and people don't love it right they don't love the story idea they don't you know you now you're locked into two more <laughs> movies after that you know so yeah i do think it's a smart idea to get more star wars actual feature films out there but at the same time give yourself the flexibility of kind of doing what you want to do and i will yeah. say this and, and and this is just kind of me being stupid and, and, and cynical like usual but but it is funny like we were supposed to get taika with movie in 2023 but now it appears we're not going to now we're getting this one and now i think i think it's just one of the things like yeah we still don't really know what we want to do quite yet <laughs> so we're just going to throw this movie in there to kind of satiate your appetite <laughs> um well and the thing with like the the taika Waititi movie is we may I don't know that they've ever truly officially said it was coming in 2023. I think we just assumed that was probably the first one. Yeah, true, um, true. And because this is so just such a surprise, right? Like, oh yeah, it's a huge. Like surprise. we haven't been, we have not been even talking rumors about this. I've never heard anything about this. Yeah, so I mean, this is like fresh off the block, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, not even rumors. Yeah. So, so this one caught us by complete surprise. Yeah. And, um, but I, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm I'm so excited. We still have a long time before this happens. Sure, uh, yeah. we have a lot of Star Wars we're gonna get before oh, this ever lot. ever and, happens. And as you guys will see in the next um, so long in this podcast, there's a lot of Star Wars coming. Right. Um, but I so let's talk about Rogue Squadron for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the idea of Rogue Squadron. Um, Rogue Squadron is um, they so. As some of you may know, there there was a uh, some books and stuff specifically about Rogue Squadron, mm -hmm. and uh, Wedge Antilles was a was a big part of that, and um, a lot of that uh, happened after Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. and that's kind of that that period. Um, when do you think this is going to take place? And it's hard to say. And here's and here's another question for you. You know, we have Rogue One. This is called Rogue Squadron. Do you think they're going to try to make this almost a spiritual successor to Rogue One? Since we have had Rogue One, it was a success. Do you think they're trying to mm. kind of connect these in, in certain ways that we just don't, we don't know the connections yet, but maybe they are going to try to link them a little bit? Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely possible. I mean, because here's the thing. They might completely upend what Rogue Squadron even is, right? And they might go a completely well, different that, exactly. direction. Exactly. We, you know we, we can't say for sure what this Rogue Squadron will be because sure. we can't base it off of Legends alone or even what we know in canon of Rogue Squadron. Right. Yeah, like I said, because, you know, it was kind of based off of the Rogue One team, you know, in, uh, in the... In the, you know, as we see in the movie and stuff like that, right? That's kind of what they're based off of, so to speak. But again, you know, they, like I said, they, they, it could be the spiritual successor where they take it in a completely different direction. Um, or they might just make it true to legends and, and, and to the old lore um, and, and make it directly after uh, make it directly after um, episode six. So it, it's hard to say. I personally think we're going to get it after episode six because there's so much stuff happening after episode six right now, right? It's a very saturated timeline. Um, and not necessarily saying that in a bad way, but I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff happening in uh, post episode six, pre episode seven, right? So 
it's very possible that that is when this will be. Plus, like I said, if you follow the Lord, that's when it happens anyway. So, um, you know, and we have stuff like the Alphabet Squadron and all the stuff like that. So I don't know how, you know, if they're going to try to tie anything like that in. I don't know, right? I, I kind of talking... Uh, out of my mouth here. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to act like I know too much about Alphabet Squadron, which Andrew, you know, you'll know more than I will. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I definitely think that uh, it's really up in the air as it sits right now because they've been willing to change things in the past. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? Yeah, I think the, the latest that we've seen Rogue Squadron was actually in the video game Star Wars Squadrons. Um, yeah, true. The, they, they make an appearance there uh, with, with Wedge and Tilly's. Um, but that's, I think that's, in canon as far as we know of their existence of that team. Of mm-hmm. course, Luke Skywalker is the one who originally commands Rogue right. Squadron. They named it Rogue Squadron to honor Rogue <clears throat> One, to, to honor that team that right. gave their life um, for the rebellion. Sure, yeah. And so all of that's cool. Um, for me, it's just it's, it's the time era of this that I'm wondering because of what Kathleen Kennedy says yeah. uh, specifically. And if you go back and read that, read what she says there, uh, let's read that again. She says, and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. She did say that, yeah. She did say so, that. So, a couple different ways that could be taken. It could be taken as moving the saga into the future era, meaning the sequel trilogy era. Sure, yeah. Which that, I feel like that could definitely be the case. Or I think it definitely I, could, but yeah, I wonder if this means actually past the sequel trilogy. Yeah, and that's definitely something, I mean, the way she worded it, it was very open-ended, um, so it could mean that. Personally, I don't think that makes sense to me. Yeah, now, um, if you look at the if you look at the, 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 the cover of this, the title page of it, you see an X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying that this is a T-70 X-Wing, okay? Mm-hmm. A T-70 X-Wing um, is not the newest X-Wing. The newest X-Wing is a T-85. Mm-hmm. So if we're getting a T-70, it makes you kind of wonder if this is set probably after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But some people still use T-70s during the sequel trilogy. Poe Dameron had a T-70. True, yeah. Um, some others had T-70s. So like and, I said, it just and, makes and, it and we know, And we know yeah. Wedge is still around. Yeah. And Wedge survives the final battle um, at Exegol. Mm-hmm. So we could easily get Wedge coming back and leading a new team yeah. of of fighter pilots after See, the sequel trilogy. I think the part with the problem with that though would be this: what's the story, right? And for this standalone movie uh, to occur after the sequel trilogy, that they're going to use this. My, my point is like, if this is to occur after the sequel trilogy, the standalone movie is going to set forth precedence of what every other new saga is going to have to come after that what the, what what's the story who's the villain what's going on and i don't think they're there that's i think that's why they're pushing back the taika watiti movie because they don't know what they want to do so i just don't think it's probable um not that it's impossible but i do think it's improbable that that it will be after the sequel trilogy just for that fact alone um like I said, especially if you follow old canon, it happens after episode six. So I think that makes the most sense, especially like maybe they're trying to clean up the galaxy. The New Republic's trying to go through and fight the uh, the remnants of the Empire. I think that kind of makes the most sense to me. Because I'm just saying like if they're going to do after the sequel trilogy, they're going to have to be able to set precedence for the rest of what comes afterwards. I just don't think they're going to take that big step yet. That's just me, though. Yeah, I th- I- Clearly, it would be very surprising if this is set after the sequel right. trilogy. And I wish, I wish we'd get a little more. And we, and we might. 
um, very soon they might clear up the air a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching some of Star Wars Explained, um, watching their stream uh, last night where they were discussing kind of things, uh, which is Alex Damon, and he was he was basically saying he wasn't really sure. Like yeah, and and people were like. A lot, a lot, there was a lot of people like commenting to him saying, "No, oh, it's after, it's after," and he's like, "Well, we don't really, there's not anything to to truly tell us that it's no, after nothing. after Rise of Skywalker, right? Um, they just said push it into a future era, and and we don't really know what that means exactly. Yeah. So only time will tell. But I'm really excited about this movie. Sure, um, me too. I I'm just glad we're still we have a theatrical release <laughs> right. to look forward to. That's yeah. always exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that this will. I really have a lot of faith that this will be great. Um, again, let's to to make it clear for all of our listeners though. This isn't this isn't the most exciting content that no. they can release for someone like you and me, right? Who exactly. love Jedi first and foremost, right? This will probably I mean, we're not called Rogue Squadron Eternal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Chances are there's probably not going to even be a Jedi in this movie, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I said there's a high chance of that. But, um, but anyway, I'm still excited for it and, uh, we'll have to just continue. We'll keep you guys updated as things go on, but let's move on to our next one. And that is, uh, the entitled Taika Waititi film, which we did just mention a minute ago. Right. Um, this says a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker and Academy Award winner Taika Waititi is in development. Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. Yeah, that's uh, that's hard to interpret, you know. And there's not a whole lot to really even talk about here because we've known about the Taika Waititi movie for a while now, um, and it's been kind of pushed back a couple times and stuff. And and I think we was on the verge of getting a reveal, um, a while back. But then, excuse me, all of a sudden, you know, they just like okay, I think we're changing. It was around the same. It was around the same time that they 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 had pushed back uh, the uh, Kenobi series as well because I think there's a big planning phase there that they a lot of them had some disagreements on stuff so my point is is that we already knew about the movie but at the same time we didn't know what the movie contained and with this update through the uh investors day it's still the same way we have no clue what it's entitled we have no clue what era it's going to be in we have no clue so i think they just kind of wanted to say hey this is still happening um it's going to be yeah. it's going to be good you and know she you know she mentioned the future era thing kind of around the same time like as she was mentioning both these movies and right. so i wonder if this may also potentially be in a future era as well sure um yeah. if and, and and we did get like a title of star wars on there behind her when they talked about it and uh it's like this like purple background with this like uh this light blue Star Wars. It looks very, um, mm-hmm. very different, right? Well, like you said, and, very unique yeah. approach. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so. so I don't know exactly what that what that means, but there is one thing I'd like Star to... Star Wars Ragnarok. There is one thing... I'd, what? It's a Star Wars Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, let me let me pull something up real quick that I want you to I want you to take a look at. And actually, I would okay. like like all of you guys to take a look at it. If if you have anything else to say about that, go ahead and say it as I'm looking for this real quick. Um, uh, I mean, really, for me, there's not a ton to say. I am looking forward to. It. I really did enjoy Taika's work on Thor, um, Ragnarok. You know, I thought that was really fun. Um, and again, a lot of his movies, in my opinion, and a lot of his work is very whimsical. Um, like I said, even well, and here, but well, let me see what I'm gonna say first. Uh, a lot of it's pretty whimsical. I mean, there can be really cool story elements and, and things of nature, but it's mostly a pretty funny movie. Now, I will kind of combat my own argument by saying Chapter 8 was 
directed by him on Mandalorian. And that was a really, really good episode. It had some comedic elements, but it was very serious. And there was a huge battle, and it led up to some awesome things about Moff Gideon being revealed and who he is and, and the Darksaber. So it's not impossible that Taika could make a very serious but well-rounded movie. You know what I'm saying? Because I think my knee-jerk reaction is, is him making just a really you know, comedic, silly movie. But it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be a Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know? Okay. So here's what I want. What I wanted you to see. Okay. Um, behind Kathleen Kennedy, as she was talking <clears throat> about this movie, we get a glimpse of this, uh, of this, this very like planet that's like full of colors, and we also got this, this shiny. Oh, thing here. I do remember okay. that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Remember seeing that? I it's do. It's like this. Uh, I don't even know how you would describe that. It's like a. Like a like a diamond, diamond shaped, shaped like <laughs> I don't know sphere of some a kind. diamond a diamondoid prism. <laughs> now here's what <laughs> I, I wanted to show you. Here's what I wanted to show you because I feel like maybe they just gave us an idea mm-hmm. and it gave it gave us a little tease about what this really is. Hold on a second. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. This is a legend no. book called Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void. Look behind her. Ooh, interesting. It has that same kind of like diamondoid shape. Yeah. Very interesting. See, that one looks a lot less smooth than the other one. Um, but maybe, like I said, yeah. it's just an artistic rendition to kind of like throw people off. But it's similar. Give a hint. Now. Do we know uh, what what's the, what's the contents of that book? The contents of this book is, so this is where it gets real interesting. Oh, oh. This book starts on Tython. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And it's the ancient... Jedi order, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi order was founded. So it's the beginning, the origins of the Jedi, the origins, which we've heard, heard. uh, who was it? The brothers that were going to do that? Yeah, it was, um, it was the, the game of Thrones guys. Yeah, I don't remember their names. uh, Benioff and Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were working on an origins of the Jedi story. So maybe since they dropped out, Taika kind of picked that up. And, and especially now that we're getting the Tython drop in Mandalorian, that's actually very interesting. I uh, I was not aware of that at first. Um, wow, that's a, that opens up a whole new world of possibilities right there. <laughs> um, so yeah. that's just something to think about. Yeah. Um, Again, that might be nothing. It may. I mean, but, it's a little far-reaching, but but man, the, why would they include this the random time, why diamond would they have had that? thing? And then why? Yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of this is Some adds up to me. Yeah. And and we just got Tython and Mandalorian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. May not be. It may not be a coincidence that they did that. Yeah. If if they're truly well, like thinking said, we're gonna. Oh, there's up. like, does this look like Jedi to you? Does this look Jedi? And like, what is yeah. Jedi? And that, and kind of gives credence to the origins of the Jedi. And now we might be getting. So that. that's very very cool. Yeah. Very cool, right? Yeah. So that that's. Something to think about. Maybe it ends up being far into the future. Um, sure. I, whatever yeah. this is, I don't think it's in the same, any of the eras that we know of right now. Yeah, That's just no. my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so um, either. I think his movie is going to be something completely well, again, new. As, let me read that again. But it says something fresh, something yeah. unexpected, and yeah. dot, 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 unique. So, I mean... <laughs> what more unique than starting the, the je- origins of the, the Jedi. Jedi? Yeah, exactly. I or, mean, which will be very different. That'll be very different. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I could see that happening. Yeah. I could see that happening. Okay, but let's yeah. let's move on. Uh, yeah. You, you, if you guys have any thoughts on that, let us know. Sure. We we would yeah. like to hear from you guys on that. Maybe some of you have recently read that book. 
maybe you can give us a little it's it's been so long since i've uh touched any of those legends books i barely remember sometimes sure. the contents of them yeah but, exactly um so yeah so the next thing that we have up on our list here is uh, an update on the obi-wan kenobi show um so now also we know that it actually is our just shining called, jewel our shining jewel the diamond in the rough um, it actually is, we keep calling like, wait, wait, I want to show it. I want to keep calling it the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. It's like literally called Obi-Wan well, Kenobi. Well, so they have been calling it Kenobi, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of what it's yeah. been called. Yeah. Now we know it's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I mean, it's his full name. So. Hey, I'm okay with it. I am um, too. I am too. Um, I, I just don't know what all to say. Cause like, I'm just thrilled. I'm excited. Um, just to hear it even sh- talked about, see the little like desert sand colored title like oh man yeah. my heart is just like yes i'm so excited but there is a huge huge announcement um it was a rumor for a very long time uh yeah. but they confirmed it at disney investor day and that is none other but then hayden christensen is in fact coming back to reprise the role of darth vader yes <laughs> so excited Dude, i am pumped i'm so pumped yeah, so let me read this here. It says, yeah. um, it says officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, turned evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. The series is directed by Deborah Chow. And uh, it says this will be a truly this will truly be a day long remembered as it was confirmed well, that Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Before you read that last part, let's let, let's reference a question we got this week. Okay, and we'll lead into that. Cool. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. So the first question of the four that we have uh, comes from Alex Mason, who says, "Now that it is confirmed, uh, how would you like to see Darth Vader incorporated into the Kenobi series?" So we have a lot of thoughts and opinions. We of course love wanted to see him get referenced back into the clone wars flashbacks. We thought that would be so awesome to see. Um, but to see, know that he's actually going to be Vader. It's not even just flashbacks, but he's actually going to be Vader. It's going to be very interesting. Of course, I do think that he's going to be, um, as we know, in the comics, he's searching a lot for, um, Padme. And, and then later on, depending on the timeline, I, I'm not hundred percent sure fresh up on my timeline. Uh, this he is, does, this would be, um, is this after Boba tells him about Luke? No, 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 no. This would be. This is way before all okay. that. Yeah. Okay. So, so, well, so the reason I said that is because it is difficult to know exactly what capacity Vader is going to be in this. But K- Kathleen Kennedy herself said about Vader that what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's so she says this will be the rematch of the century. The rematch. Of the century. So yeah. you're telling me, I mean, just by what this sounds, that Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi are going to fight again. Right. And I don't get it. I don't, I mean, not, I want it. I want it to happen. But I don't get how it would happen. And we have talked about this before. Yeah, just like, we've talked about this. We've like, speculated on this for a while. Yeah, we're yeah. like, how in the world could, we would want to see it, don't get me wrong, but how could Vader fight Obi-Wan without him, again, revealing his position, without revealing luke and and all this stuff right like it just well let me give you a little more information here um that somebody has already interviewed uh has interviewed oh sorry i'm looking for this it's making me mess up my words here just let me find it real quick so they interviewed ian mcgregor and he had some things to say here let me just read it oh actually sorry they didn't review him it's 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 the 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 video the sizzle sizzle reel that we could not view 
Oh, okay. Somebody has yeah. a description of what went on there. So, so <laughs> it is illegal. Um, but I want it. <laughs> so let me let me read this. Okay. It says in the video, Ewan McGregor acknowledged the heavy desire from the fans to see him don the Jedi robes again. He says there's a hunger for this character to come back. The fans have been waiting long enough, you know. Yes, oh yeah, we, we have. We have. Um, <laughs> and Deborah Chow said this is quite a dark time that we are coming into with him. Just being a Jedi, it's not safe. There's Jedi hunters out there. Hmm, interesting. Uh, then it showed some concept art depicting the Great Jedi Purge from Episode 3. Yeah. It says the concept art shows a Jedi lightsaber blade ignited, defending a trio of younglings as the newly anointed Darth Vader marches on the Jedi Temple with a legion of clone troopers. Hmm. So it makes you wonder if we're going to see the Purge maybe again. That from would be a, very interesting. From like a like another perspective or something. Yeah, I don't know whose perspective that would be exactly, yeah. but yeah. And then it says, McGregor says that Obi-Wan's sole job is to protect the son of his fallen student. He says he has this one task left, which is to keep Luke safe. And it goes on, it says, more concept art shows a stingray-like creature floating above slave workers toiling away in the barren, sandy la landscape of Tatooine. Here is where is is interesting, and this, this answers a lot of questions for us. It says... We start on Tatooine and we go on a adventure. Interesting. So we start, we on, start Tatooine. on Tatooine. See, now this is interesting because we had talked about this before. And then, oh, wait, real go quick, go McGregor teased over a glimpse at a watery planet where armed soldiers fire upon a mini armed sea creature. Interesting. So Kenobi is leaving Tatooine. That's what I'm saying. That well, there you go. So we had we had talked about that, and we thought like the only way that would make sense for him to fight Vader or to do anything right. at all yeah. would be for him to leave Tatooine. But man, that's so much crazy implications right there. It's almost like he's like yeah. betraying uh, his duty to to protect Luke. How how why does uh if they do end up fighting right? How do they uh, justify him in Episode Five saying um you know. I, basically, I can't remember what he says, but basically like, he hadn't seen yeah. him since the first well, last time. Well, let's move you know? on here. So then it says, um, and this is Deborah Chow, we couldn't tell the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi without addressing Anakin or Vader. Oh, yeah. Chow added over an image of the armored Vader seated on a throne as he communicates with a hologram, possibly his master, the reigning emperor of the Galactic Empire. So we may mm. even be getting some more of the emperor. Which would, would be cool to have Ian McDermott yeah, back. Why not? I mean, I mean, why not? Dude, right? get the trio back get together. It back. Yeah, I love it. It sounds like what well, he's like probably on Mustafar at that point because he's on his throne. I would think so. I, I would mean, say imagine, it's probably yeah. yeah on Mustafar. Yeah. And then um and then McGregor says the most beautiful thing of all is that it's brought me back together with Hayden. It'll be amazing to bring those characters back together again very unexpectedly. Having another swing at each other might be quite satisfying for everybody. Ooh. We hope that you enjoyed it as much as we're going to enjoy making it. <laughs> I got children. Right like, well, to, to kind of compliment that real quick, I was just going to say um, it was always such an incredible journey playing Anakin Skywalker, said Christensen. Of course, Anakin and Obi Wan weren't on the. Oh, greatest so this is from Hayden. This is from this Hayden's is from Hayden. point Hayden. of view. Okay. Yeah. And he says, of course, Anakin and Obi-Wan weren't on the greatest of terms when we last saw them. It would be very interesting to see what an amazing director like Deborah Chow has in store for us all. I'm excited to work with Ewan once again. It feels good to be back, baby. Yes. <laughs> Does he really say baby at the no, end? No, he doesn't say oh, okay. baby. I said baby, but I felt I felt it was appropriate. But <laughs> it anyway. was appropriate. But... Um, man. Oh. oh, man. I'm just so excited. <laughs> just so dude. excited. I'm so excited. So I think uh, I, I know some people are going to throw a fit about Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader 
fighting again. I know. I already know. Some yeah. people are gonna are gonna well, throw. That just doesn't fit make sense. For like canonically speaking, for episode five and um, blah blah blah. You know. I think um, you know, Darth Vader said, you know, last time we fought, I was I was just I was a learner, but a learner. Um, now I am the master. And let's let's look at this. Let's look at this in in, in a canon perspective here. Let's look at the timeline. Okay, let's let's look okay. at, let's take a look at the timeline here. Let's do it. And I'm gonna gonna kind of give my own opinion on this. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Nineteen years before Darth Vader says that. Okay. So nineteen okay. year span between yeah. Revenge of the Sith and and A New Hope. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. I kept saying Episode Five. I mean Episode Four. Anyway. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I know I'm um, not going numbered. <laughs> and then, so we're talking 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So 10 years after Revenge of the Sith would be nine years before A New Hope. Mm, okay. Okay. So yeah. this takes place nine years before A New Hope. Interesting. Which means Luke Skywalker is 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's definitely still like a learner, at least in here's some the, context, right? Well, yeah, here's the thing. Ten years in, they have this fight. They have this duel, whatever. He comes back almost another ten years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's gonna have learned a lot more since then, yeah, right? I was but the learner, you know. Yeah. Um, well, especially in the ways of the Sith too. I mean, he's he's learning all from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And ten years into it, you I know? think. Um, so I think that this can still work, yeah. and those and, and what he says there can still work. And, and here's the thing. I mean, think about it. Nine years is a long time. It is, yeah, especially like for in this specific instance in, in, in Vader's life. But I was gonna say, who knows? I mean, maybe they fight and and and, uh, and uh, Obi Wan bests him again. Well, I'd say there's a good chance that will be the case, right? I mean, right. I mean, we know Kenobi's fine, but we also know Darth Vader's fine. But I would say, but yeah, I'm not saying either one kills one or the other, but I'm saying like, what if he like they fight and then he like actually bests him and like knocks him down or whatever, and and that's why he calls him that. I was still the learner. He's still learning. He's still you know he's still able to get defeated. But now I'm the master. I'm the one that's going to be able to take you right. Out. You know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. It was, it was more symbolic but rather what, than literal. But think about this, Braxton. What this is going to give us is the ultimate battle of Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and Darth Vader that we've wanted for so yes. long. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because in episode four, like I said, I got that one right this time, A New Hope, you know, we got the them like hitting two colored sticks was, together a little bit. And yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it because of what it is, because of what it started, yeah. they didn't have all the history, all this stuff. It is what it is, right? But we, But we've always wanted the true... The true next battle yes. after Revenge of the Sith, yes. right? All I'm gonna say is this better be the most amazingly choreographed thing I've ever oh, seen in my be. life. It has to be. You know, I mean, this and, and just think about it. I think we're going to see the raw power of Darth Vader in this. Oh yeah, but yeah. I think we're gonna see the raw power of Kenobi as well, and I think it's gonna be on another level well, of. I think out of any Jedi battle we've gotten, this has to be the most crazy oh i agree thing. i mean we're talking about two very very highly skilled force users here yeah okay well, and, and, we're talking about one of the greatest jedi masters of all time versus yeah. one of the most powerful force users of all time yeah one of the greatest sith lords of all time okay yeah. like yeah, yeah against each other this has to be crazy <laughs> i agree you know what well, I'm saying? And, and, and like i said 10 years into the desert i guarantee you because he can't use his sabers i'm sure Sure, excuse me. Uh, 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 Obi Wan has been relying on the Force a lot more, training, meditating, well, conversing with Qui Gon. He's been he's been training. It's not like he's been sitting there not using the Force. He's been training. He's right. he's been training with Qui Gon for years at yeah. this point. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just saying, oh, man, they're like man. honing themselves and getting ready. <laughs> 
So, and, and let's look at what else takes place right during this this time period here, of um, of ten years before the A New Hope. Um, Solo, the movie, takes place exactly ten years mm-hmm. um, before, or or you could say ten years um, after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. So. It was around that same time ish. So um, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, that th- those are around the same time. I don't think there's any connections there. I don't think that. Would, no. And I and here's the thing: the only connection. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Um, the only connection that really could be made was was the whole like Maul thing from Solo. But like that doesn't even make sense because I feel like if Maul knew where Kenobi was, he'd be like searching him out like that. You know. Right. Um, right. Well. Well, we we've already seen where Maul finally figures out where Kenobi's right, at. Right. So. Uh, so I don't think that will be the case, but that's really the only thing, um, that's right there uh, with it. We do have a novel, a new dawn, which is kind of the start of, of a Kanan story. Yeah. Um, and lost stars actually starts that same, but it kind of moves past that pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so, so really it's, it's a pretty untouched area of time. And, and so I think there is going to be a lot of room there to mess with, and I'm just so excited. I'm, I, this, I mean, we've said it before, and we're going to continue to say it. This is peak Star Wars for you yes, and me. Absolutely. This this is yeah. the most exciting thing that we will get in Star Wars probably ever. You <laughs> know mean, what I mean? Like it really is. Like it after really this, is. I don't know that anything will excite us more. The mixture of like true, real, powerful Jedi versus Sith fighting one another, mixed with the nostalgia of those characters, mixed with the one of them being my well, honestly, Vader. Is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and, and Obi Wan is my about, favorite character. Exactly. So I mean, like, it, exactly. It just, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, I don't know what's it's, it's It feels than like that. a continuation of her childhood. <laughs> it really, it you know really I mean? does. It it's really like it's does. It's the next step, yeah. and it's like we grew up with those movies. We grew up with these characters, and now we're getting, um, we're getting the next true like step in that. Yeah, next installment, and, so to speak, and, of and that like, story. And, we, you know, and we, we have progressed along in our lives, too, and it, yeah. it's just, it all just kind of clicks together, and I'm I'm so, so excited, excited to, to so see what good. that is, and uh, some of you may be thinking, wow, I can't believe they were spending so much time on this, it's on like, Kenobi, the honestly, one that we already I'm knew sorry, about. I don't, <laughs> I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, honestly, I'm not sorry either. <laughs> listen, if you listen to this podcast, you should know by now, we really like Kenobi, and we're always going to talk about Dude, it. I, I don't know what this podcast is going to be like it, it, whenever um, this comes out <laughs> i don't think we can even say anything else you know oh, I, I, yeah it's gonna be crazy times but yeah, yeah um so now of course it is just this, where where the story goes it'll be very interesting does does luke get like taken yeah. uh, something like that yeah that would be huge um, uh, it makes it makes you wonder um, if Luke does get taken and think about this Jedi Jedi have been shown in the past to be able to like make people forget and different things well, and, and so, that's what I was going to say and, because he grows up to be like oh I want to go to Tashi Station like I feel like someone who's like been through like traumatic stuff like being taken as a child and stuff would not be like that but you're right maybe he used to kind of the force yeah, to I think <laughs> I think um, wipe his mind there I think if Luke is in this and he and and he is taken or something he'd have to he would have to somehow forget because sure. otherwise it just wouldn't add up it wouldn't make any sense yeah, exactly. um, but that that seems to be a good reason to make Obi-Wan Kenobi leave Tatooine yeah uh, other than that it would just be um, Darth Vader maybe is just hunting him down he just wants he's just ready to take that him out, you know? and or and I'd say we're gonna get maybe well, let me look at my timeline again here. 
Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We, that could totally be possible. What? There's there's a good chance we will probably see some Inquisitors. And Obi-Wan Kenobi's going to be taking out Inquisitors. Yes, that would actually um, be very cool. But yeah, it would definitely fall into that timeline and that, for sure. And, and again, yeah. that that's an opportunity to see Obi-Wan taking out some Sith. I mean, not actual Sith. <laughs> not true Sith, but, but yeah, but dark side users. Dark side, yeah, like people with red lightsabers okay that's seeing <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi with be able to take him out that's what yeah, we want to see absolutely and, and like I said and, and we talked about this before as well but what could possibly get him to leave is also maybe something to do with Leia as well um, true yeah Leia it could, could very be, well end up being actually that Leia's in trouble yeah and he's like well you know well like, again okay so, so okay think about it right I want to go to Tashi Station little baby right but then look at Leia she's the princess she's like fighting the rebellion yeah you know? the only thing the only thing though is you know they're both 10 years old so they're gonna remember these events well, that's my point right like leia look at the contrast between leia and and luke right leia yeah is like way more grown up she's hardened she's like fighting in the rebellion that's my point like maybe if any if, if anything it makes more sense that she gets kidnapped and she's a little more hardened later on you know what i'm saying yeah but leia doesn't even know kenobi or anything though so that's yeah true true yeah you know belts talks about how he has an old friend in rogue one and uh, yeah and so i, I don't, don't know. know that's a good that's it, a good question i don't I know i think either. we're i think there's a good chance we're seeing luke and leia in this uh, as, i would as, imagine we're gonna see i would a little i'd bit, say yeah. we're gonna at least see a little glimpse of them and maybe they have nothing to do with the story but i bet we still like see yeah, them. yeah i mean it kind of makes it like why not and right? you could see like, i could totally see kenobi seeing bell maybe they have they mm -hmm. they meet up at some point stuff like that i could yeah, see that i agree um but and who's who who knows maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll fly to to dagobah and and meet up with yoda for a little bit why not? Uh, yeah, it's possible. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. It could totally be well, possible. And maybe something, maybe neither of them get stolen, but something happens, and like the threat of Vader is really apparent, and he needs to get uh, wisdom from Yoda, or maybe whatever from happens, Yoda, it's know? gonna be, it's gonna be so big that Kenobi's gonna be like, I have to leave. Yeah, something and has I to happen to do this, enough, and yeah. it's gonna be huge. It's got to be something very huge. But anyways, let's let's move on to the next thing. But guys. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll be speculating on that for <laughs> Quite a bit. for probably um, at this point like years to come because yeah. it's probably not coming out till. I thought the last um, time we heard something was maybe twenty twenty three, but I think that was another speculation. I would say I would say we're getting this um, late twenty two at the very best, yeah. but I would say twenty twenty three is much more likely. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, let's move on. Um, the next one we're going to refer is actually the Ahsoka series. Now before we yeah. dive too much into that, we have a question about that. And um, it's one of those questions where I think a lot of it can be answered as we talk about it. So I, I want to just go ahead and get it, yeah, get sure. it out there. Um, so Kristen, Kristen Perry says, do you think the Ahsoka story would be a series, like a one season series, or is it going to be a movie? Uh, which we know the answer to that. We'll get to it. And also, uh, let's see here. Would this be in her future that, that we don't know of yet, or just a connector with info that we already know? So to some degree, we, we will... Uh, the first part of the question we for sure can answer. The second part is going to be a little bit of speculation. Um, so I'm just going to read this here off of, off of the article, but it says, After making her long-awaited live-action debut in The Mandalorian, Ahsoka Tano's story, written by Dave Filoni, will continue in a limited series starring Rosario Dawson, an executive produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So boom. First part, immediately answered. So it's going to be a limited series, so like a one-season type thing, probably a short series, like six episodes maybe, six to eight and that's it right and then you say is it going to be uh her future well it does say it will continue her story so i'm going to assume on the second part that it will be 
um, after the events of Mandalorian, which is going to be a little bit difficult, in my opinion, to do if that is the case, because we don't know the end result of Mandalorian, right? Even after season two ends, we don't know what happens in season three. So unless she goes just into a complete opposite spectrum of the of the galaxy, which may be the case, right? Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I have full faith in them. <laughs> but yeah, so it is, instead of a movie, it will be a limited series. Um, so probably just a one and done run. And then uh, in terms of her story, I, I personally believe that this Ahsoka story is going to be in her future. So as we know, it, it is live action. It's going to probably feature the same exact stuff we're going to be, we seen from that one episode. So Drew, what do you, what do you think? Do you think this is going to be after the events of the Mandalorian in terms of where we saw her or is it going to be before or what do you think? I'm leaning towards after. I right, mm-hmm. like, like we've talked about. And again, this is something that we've uh, speculated on for a long time. Yeah. The rumors were right. As you'll see through this, uh, a lot of our rumors that we've been talking about were right in yeah, some de- yeah, to some yeah. degree. That's why you, right? that's why you and, listen to um, us folks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, a lot, like a, a lot of this w- didn't really come as a surprise. Ahsoka mm-hmm. being one of those that I was not surprised at all. I no. was I was no. I was expecting, especially it. once we saw her in Mandalorian. I'm right, like, right. yeah, we're definitely yeah. gonna get this. And know? so, and and just like I had said after that episode, I said, you know, we're gonna get the announcement for her for very yeah. soon. And here yeah. we are. Yeah. And exactly. so, <laughs> just a few weeks later, yeah. And so, um, what I want to to say about this is, well, let's let me let me put it this way. This is this is what they they said. This is what Kathleen Kennedy said. She said, uh, she mentioned they they brought up. Ahsoka and they brought up Rangers of the New Republic. I'm going to go ahead and bring that one into yeah. this because they, yeah. I think they kind of, they're similar. I think they're, I think they're tied together in a sense. Yeah. They're both work. They're both being produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So John, this is consider this the beginning of what we talked about with the Mandalorian, the, the connected, connected universe, universe here. I think yeah. this is part of this. Yeah. Um, it said, this is what they said. They said the interconnected series will take place in the same time period as the Mandalorian and will culminate in a climatic story event. Oh really? Okay. Interesting. That's what she said. That. Yeah. That's what she said during the the thing. Um, so what I take from this is this is Ahsoka after that the continuation of her story. What is Ahsoka doing? Well, she's going after Thrawn. Right. Um, we've seen some of these. Um, we've seen some some New Republic soldiers here lately. Um, there's that one guy that was with Dave Filoni. I can't remember his name right now, but he's the one that gave the badge to Cara Dune. What have we also been talking about in rumors? Cara Dune having yeah. her own Well, that's series. what I was going to say. Is it, is it very possible that this this Rangers of the New Republic might very well be the Cara Dune spinoff? Yes, I do. I, I, or at I, least heavily feature I, her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I think this goes to show it's not just her her series yeah but this is the one that they've been talking about this is what the what the 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 caradine spinoff is well especially once they started talking about like giving her the badge to the new republic yeah. and, and, and kind and of sliding over to her you know exactly yeah. and we talked about how all these little visual indicators and how they they kind of held on them and they zoomed out and they kind of held on the on ahsoka and on caradine on those end episodes yep. it gave yep. you the sense of this is moving there's into a continuation own, yes there's yes, a continuation yes. of their own path for these stories and i'm, I'm very much hoping we're going to see those two knucklehead uh <laughs> new republic yeah. uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh pilots from uh, episode two oh, or chapter I, 10 i definitely think we are i, I think really we, hope are. we see that um i bet that could i, I bet that'll be like a reoccurring like comedic element to that show my sure, opinion sure. I think that could definitely be something um like and so but then it's it talks about how they're interconnected and then it ends with a big event 
And so to me, that's kind of like uh, the the defenders from Nef- the Netflix yeah. <laughs> uh, where <laughs> right. you had you had a Daredevil series, uh, you know, all these different yeah, Luke Cage, uh, Luke Cage and, and Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones, all these yeah. things. And then it ended in this defenders. It was horrible. It didn't go well at <laughs> it all. Was, it was the terrible. defenders was <laughs> yeah. a real letdown. But yeah. the idea is cool, and I think that right. uh, of course with this they can really do it. Now here's sure. the question: What is the what is the final event? I don't know. Does it take no place clue. in one of these series, or do these series lead up to that event? Which is, does that end up being a almost a film in like Disney a movie. Plus? Yeah. Or does it end? Or is it in the Mandalorian season three? Ooh, that could be it. Because Mandalorian is obviously the father series of it all right now. You right, know, right. kind of kind of st- branching out off of Clear, off of Mandalorian. Yeah, clearly you know? these I think are still going to connect to the Mandalorian a little bit. Yeah. Now, um. I don't know how much, but clearly these are all kind of set in the same place. Now, the other interesting thing here is if I remember right, I think she said this. I could be wrong, but she I'm pretty sure she said both of these come out Christmas 20. Oh, my goodness. I dropped my phone. Both of these come out Christmas 2021. Oh, I did not. I didn't. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Sorry I if remember. I just like busted your guys' eardrums because I can see like the the thing just like spiked right there. I'm really sorry. Um, oh boy. <laughs> can you can you yeah, fact tra- check me on that? Look at that. Yeah, Ahsoka. See, Ahsoka series release dates. Let's see what that comes up with. Oh, let's see. So Disney announces Ahsoka series starting. I'm almost positive that that's what they like, said. I don't know why Andrew started, but now there's like tons of sirens outside. It's like, I think we might be dying. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I think we may be dying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't find it anywhere. Um, here we go. So release date. So let's just read this real quick. So oddly, there's no release date given for the Ahsoka TV series during Disney's investor call, suggesting that we could be in for a bit of a wait before we see what Andrew oh, wait, Oh, here we go. Here we go. I want to do next. This is from The Verge. Disney has yet to say when exactly to expect either Rangers of the New Republic or Ahsoka, but tease that the next chapter of the story will debut Christmas 2021. Interesting. So, that being said, yeah. um, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean both of them are coming Christmas 2021, mm-hmm. but it sounds, like, it sounds like at least one of them will start Christmas 2021. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. We have, we have confirmed... Actually, uh, as of today, I think that that season three is planning to be Christmas of 2021 for Mandalorian season three. Yeah, I uh, heard that. I didn't know if that was so, the case or not. But so with that being the case, are we getting are we going to get like at least maybe two of these series at the same time? Well, it, it's possible. And like I'm reading on the RadioTimes.com, and they say that as an, as an educated guest, RadioTimes.com predicts that we would be seeing Ahsoka sometime in 2022, probably after the Mandalorian Season 3 uh, release date. So it's mm. possible that maybe it happens post-Season uh, 3 is ended, or maybe they at the end, they kind of like the end overlaps the beginning type thing. And that could also be um, possible as well. I don't know. I mean, it's hard yeah. to say. It is hard to say right now. Um, but Ahsoka, as you can see with the with the emblem there of with on Ahsoka, it kind of looks world between world between worlds ish. Absolutely, doesn't does. it? It absolutely does. Um, and Unfortunately, so, <laughs> <laughs> you always anytime we bring this up, you always hear you my know, lament of world between. I mean, worlds. here's the deal: she's only alive because of world between worlds, yeah, and true. so it is true. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't delve into a little more of that with her. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. But um, 
but yeah, and, and for now, I think that's all we can really, really say about it until we yeah. hear more. Um, but I think this is the beginning of that connected universe. Now, the big question uh, is, you know, we heard a lot about a Rebels animated sequel. Mm-hmm. We did not get this. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, is is the actual Rebels sequel this live action Ahsoka? Because yeah, I don't know. Because I think if it if it deals with Thrawn, then technically yes, this is going to be that continuation. Yeah. More so than yeah. than maybe the animated Rebels sequel is is not, is not a real thing. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I definitely think that, that there is credence to that that assumption. Um, I don't know. I th- I think with it being a limited series, probably five, four or five or six episodes. You know. I find it hard to believe that they're going to summate the entirety of the Rebels' questions with Ezra and Thrawn and also see what happens to Ahsoka in just a, a limited series, a yeah, one-season, yeah. couple-episode thing. Yeah. So I, I do find it difficult to believe that, but at the same time, I do find it also difficult to believe that they're going to have an Ahsoka live-action series, but also a Rebels sequel animated series that has Ahsoka in it too. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just my opinion. I yeah. find it difficult to believe that. But uh, moving on... We then, uh, so here's another rumor that we've been telling you guys about. We heard about a Lando rumor about a Lando series in the works Mm -hmm. that would maybe incorporate Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover and that we would see an older version and a younger version, like an older version, like telling stories of his younger adventures, right? It's kind of the, the idea that we've heard in the rumors. Well, guess what? There's a Lando series. Oh yeah. And, um, and not a whole lot, uh, known about this just yet. It says everyone's favorite scoundrel Lando Calrissian will return in a brand new event series for Disney Plus, and uh, this is going to be um, by Justin Simeon. Uh, he's a creator of the critically acclaimed Dear White People, and a huge Star Wars fan is developing the story. So interesting. Um, I don't know. I, that, that's all there really is to yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing to say there's about not really, it. it. Now it doesn't even say Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover is a part yeah, of it. Yeah, they never they so. never explain that. Well, what we know at the end of Rise of Skywalker is that he meets that other gal. Yeah, I can't even remember right. the one that rides a robot dog or whatever it was. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> robot yeah. horse. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jaina or Jaina. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, my point is what what it could be, and this is complete sheer speculation. But like he's talking to her. And then, like, as he's talking to her, sure. like, again, it flashes back to his younger days or something yeah. like that. I think that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Uh, but but for me, the event series, I don't know what Yeah, that I don't means. know what that means. I don't really yeah. know what that, what they mean by event series. Like, yeah. But anyways. I can't really speculate um, on that either. We'll have to just wait and see. But moving on past that, we have Andor. Yeah, we so finally, finally got, something. Finally got a <laughs> yeah. name for this series. We don't yeah. have to call it the Cassian Andor show, show or whatever <laughs> we've called it in the now past. Now we can call it the Andor show. <laughs> So take away uh, one, so one word. They they said Andor is a tense, nail-biting spy thriller created by Tony Gilroy. It's set to arrive on Disney Plus in 2022. Which is interesting. That's a little bit later than we thought was going to come. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yes, it is a little later because this has been... Guys, they've been talking about this show forever. Yeah. So there's something like massive going on I don't know what's outside. going on. Those sirens <laughs> are heavy and they're like, there's been going on for a while now. There's like tons of sirens outside. Yeah. Something horrible Guys, is Guys, if the world's here. ending right now, we appreciate you. We love you. <laughs> Tell uh, my mother I loved her. It's unfortunate we didn't live long enough to see Kenobi, but... <laughs> it's like, I will stop this world. <laughs> the ending of this world with my bare hands. Um, but... Uh, as they said, it, it kicked off like three weeks ago production as we had reported. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, 
besides that, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this. Now, I will say they have some uh, uh, cast members announced, which is pretty pretty cool. Stellan Skarsgård, which that's pretty cool, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Adria Arjona, Fiona Shaw, Denise Gao, Go, um, Kyle Solar, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma, which is pretty cool, which I think yeah, we kind of knew we, about that a little well, bit. Well, we but. reported about um, Mon Mothma and Stellan Skarsgård, both. Yeah. Um, but... But it's been a while since we talked about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I guess the series is still happening. I'm a little shocked. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was right? kind of starting to wonder. Like, if is this, this even really going to happen anymore? This wasn't going to happen, but it did. So it's, let's let's move on yeah. now. This one, this is the one I am most excited about. Yeah. Besides from Kenobi. Besides so Kenobi, Kenobi yeah. of course, is my my number one. But and I, this is a huge shocker for is, us. Yeah. So huge shocker. We've been talking about and rumors about a female focused martial arts style um uh show we were we were speculating maybe dr afra um and that it was going to be um it was going to be created by leslie headland mm-hmm. okay we've been talking about this for a while yeah. well we got we got the answer for what this is and it's it's crazy that these sirens are still going. It's like, what's um, happening, bro? But you what guys it can is, hear this right now. <laughs> you'd actually probably be worried they, for us a little bit. They might be able to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's just really it's like, distracting. <laughs> oh, wait, the dog's got. I feel like I should like call my family, and make sure everyone's Everybody okay. Like that's what my mom would do right now. Yeah. Stop <laughs> the production. It's like, there's sirens. My mom would be like, call me. I'm like, are you okay? It's like I'm literally in the next room, but. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, this Leslie Headland was um, the creator of the series Russian Doll mm-hmm. on Netflix, which was a hugely popular, successful show, and they're bringing her into Star Wars now, and um, with the Acolyte. Okay, very now, interesting. L- let me read this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller, which that's just cool. That's alone, yeah, mystery thriller. exactly. That will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets mm-hmm. and emerging dark side powers. In the final days of the High Republic what? era, you bunch of filthy liars! Liars! My oh. <laughs> bad. Bunch of They're filthy passionate. liars. Seriously, no, this is not going to be anything other than this publishing series. No games. No, yes, no. They told us over and over again, this is a publishing well, effort only. We, we already knew that there's liars whenever they talked about uh, <laughs> the uh, stories of Beyond the Outer Rim, Galaxy's Edge thing oh, yeah, on the yeah, VR, yeah. And like how there's going to include uh, Yoda in the High Republic. I'm like, oh, you guys were already liars, and now they're making a show about it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. I mean, now, going wrong, I'm now, excited. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> I'm excited. But so I'm like, let's, really? let's, let's talk about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. So the Acolyte. Yeah. Takes the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. My first question to you, what is the final days of the High Republic era? Yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, my opinion after the events of this great, uh, what do they call it? The great event, the great whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever it's called, right? This great cataclysm. Is it the great disaster? Yes, the great disaster. Yeah, that's yeah. most easy. I say cataclysm, <laughs> but I hate the disaster. <laughs> anyway, um, the great disaster. Uh, I, I think that that's going to culminate into something, and the resolution of that might be the end of the higher public. Um Obviously, we know that also the Nile are uh, playing a part in this. I don't know to what degree. Yeah. I know that there is some dark dark side users playing to this. We have no clue yet. Um, 
but yeah, I, I definitely think that the end of this will probably be the conjunction or the end, should I say not the conjunction, the, the resolution of the great disaster. I think at the end of this is going to be the end. Now, what time frame that is, I have no clue, but, uh, I'm going to go yeah. ahead and throw out what I think this might be. Okay, go ahead. So let's look at the, the, uh, end of the high Republic era. So an era has to be at least like a hundred years, right? I we're guess, we're yeah. 200 years before, before 250, I believe, right? For the end of uh, or yeah, the, something like that. Two hundred twenty-fifty doesn't matter, whatever. So yeah, we're we're around that before uh, the Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, yeah. So so let's let's just say we're we let's say a hundred years has gone through the High Republic era, and now they're calling it. Let's for us, let's call it the prequel era. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The pre-prequel era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever that. Um, and 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 yeah, because it's it's uncertain just how long a time span that can be. Yeah. But let's say we're we're getting closer to the prequel era now, like within a hundred years or mm-hmm. or so. Let's say that. Yeah. Does that could that mean that through this we kind of start to get the origins of Plagueis? Ooh. Uh yeah. And I think that could definitely be because if you if you look at this again, true. it says it says we'll take the audience to a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers. Emerging dark side powers. That was coming to the, the because front, as you right? know, High Republic has been all about the Jedi. They're, they're, the 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 Sith and and dark side is is almost non-existent at this point, right? Right. They're yeah. in hiding, but here, emerging dark side powers. Yeah. To me, that could very well mean yeah. the beginnings of Darth Plagueis's. And, and and maybe even Palpatine in a sense. So I don't think they're the main characters of this. No, no, um, I don't think so either. As as the rumors have suggested, this is a female um, yeah, main character. Yeah, I do remember that. If the yeah. rumors are were correct, this yeah. is a female character that it focuses on. Um, but what if, what if Palpatine's a girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I was going with. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <Anyway>. No, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what if maybe we're going to get Plagueis's master, and maybe it's a female? Ooh, that would be interesting. Yeah, um, and, and I would say like you know, and they're like, oh man, that's a hundred, hundred fifty years or whatever. Right? That's a long time. Like, but we know that Plagueis was able to steal the lives of other people and extend his life. So that's not. Well, Plagueis is also um, he is a he is a different species. Uh, species. So they could age differently. They, too, yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? They might live for hundreds of years. Yeah. He's not a human. So that being said. Yeah. You know, so we like, don't really know the the full extent of their his species because uh, technically, like, it's not even canon what he is anymore. But, but just just the the potential with this, okay. Is is amazing, insane, insane. insane. Yeah, and 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 think about it this way: there's a good chance we're gonna get a bunch of Jedi in this too. Yeah, that's very very strong potential. And, yeah. and maybe, maybe some of the Jedi that we're gonna learn about through this through these books. And I, this is just so exciting. Yeah, I mean, to, to the, the again the possibilities that what this brings is is insane. For me, this is this uh, is what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Um, in the upcoming Kenobi. time, with, Without, besides Kenobi, <laughs> and, and this is one of the new announcements, right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Kenobi. Now, Andor. We already knew about those. So right. So now, uh, our f- kind of final question um, uh, regarding the series is, anyways, um, it comes from Brandon Dukes, and he says, based on what we know from the High Republic thus far, how how do you, how do you think the acolyte is going to affect the Jedi Order and the Republic? 
So that's a good question. Um, so, I mean, I will say, obviously, at the end of the day, we know that it affects them negatively because it's, it's A, the end of the High Republic era, and B, as we know in the prequel trilogy, uh, the, the, the Jedi Order falls, right? Um, so to whatever extent yeah. that happens, it is a negative thing. Well, and let's look at it this way. We know there's an ancient, uh, some kind of ancient, like, shrine sith shrine underneath the jedi temple yeah what if we get the origins of that that would be pretty uh, sick. where this yeah. the, this group or whoever is in, a part of this maybe um is is kind of creates that and that starts to seed into the dark side kind of starts to to uh create its little hold there and and creates the seed that that starts the corruption of the jedi order well um, and, and, and I, I don't know if this is quite canon it used to be canon where the uh you know, the Jedi had become so kind of arrogant that they built, intentionally built the, the Jedi Temple over this, the Sith, Sith Shrine. <laughs> Gotta be careful there. Anyway, well, this is a kid-friendly show, sorry. man. Calm down. Sith Shrine. Um, <laughs> pardon moi. Excuse my French. Anyway. Um, sorry, kiddos. <laughs> uh, anyway, but you see what I'm saying, though. You know, I don't know if they're making that canon anymore, but but they had intentionally built that. But, but yeah, I mean, regardless... Um, if that was the uh, origins of that shrine, that would be pretty sick, of course. Um, like I said, any time it just deals with the dark side, it deals I'm, with the I'm force I'm looking at, at it right now to see what's still canon. Yeah. but w- Before you know, the rise of the modern Galactic Republic, the ancient Sith Lords built a Sith shrine on Coruscant. The Jedi Order later constructed the Jedi Temple over the shrine, hoping to neutralize the, its dark energies. Oh. So, there's a, oh okay. so it wasn't really arrogance. They were just trying to think, like, oh, well, this will neutralize so, it. So. Okay, so actually that happened five millennia before the rise of the of the Empire. So, uh, so okay, so that uh, everything we just said, forget. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a little further away than the higher public. Five millennia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> a little so that, happened a long, that happened a long time ago. But yeah. it doesn't mean they won't u- utilize it they potentially. Might, well, and, maybe, and maybe, maybe the Acolyte, whatever, you know, they try to reawaken the shrine, right? They're using the dark side to, to reawaken shrine and, and weaken this, the Jedi from within. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 let's um, let's also just explain the the word acolyte for those who may not know. An acolyte mean is a person assisting the celebrant in a religious service or procession. Which we do know the Sith Eternal, right? That's <clears throat> yeah. a that's a mm-hmm. thing, and that, yeah. apparently, according to the lore, that's been a thing for a long time, right? So so it's entirely possible. So potentially, yeah. So let so potentially this could maybe be um, about someone who is serving mm-hmm. someone like Plagueis. You yeah, know so I mean? it's not really like Plagueis that's in the forefront of the story. Because it's called the Acolyte. Right. And that's essentially what the Acolyte, in my opinion, would be, is someone who is, like mm-hmm. it says here, a person assisting in a religious service or procession, an assistant or follower. Yeah, So. Yeah. That's something to be thinking about there. Yeah, absolutely. But, but man, there's so much there, there's so much so potential, much. And, and we have no clue. Right? We have no clue. But we we're going to be continuing to talk about, it, of course. And I think yeah. now we have to, as, as we're reading these High Republic books and comics, we have to start looking out for the the be- yeah. the, the very yeah. first initial beginning of this because I think they're going to tease it. Oh, hundred percent in, in, in yeah. these novels somehow now. So yeah. Um. So let's let's move on. We have Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Um. So they actually showed a trailer for this. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah. And, you know, if we had more time, we'd do like a trailer breakdown, but we don't really yeah. have more time. <laughs> we would even um, go for an hour and six. You know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's kind of a miracle that we've gotten through it in <laughs> right. an hour and six. I yeah. kind of wondered if we, it would actually <laughs> yeah. take us way longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, there's just so much to talk about. But 
but the Bad Batch is uh, they have a trailer, so you can go check that out. It was cool that they actually showed a trailer for this. But yeah, this, I agree. This is the next thing we're getting, right? Yeah. Do you agree with me on that? I, like, I was always under the presumption that it was happening like spring twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like we're getting so, this pretty soon. Yeah. And and uh, here's what I'll say about it. This trailer gave me high hopes. Yeah, because yeah, I, I thought it because was what good. this trailer does is it shows like. This this feels like, like an exact continuation of Clone Wars mm-hmm. in a good way, mm-hmm. and and to me like this trailer is dark. Yeah, this trailer. I agree. This trailer is not. They're not all goofing off and like being silly. Like this trailer shows the darkness of Order sixty six has just yeah. happened. The Emperor has taken over. You know, and and all this stuff, and it's like, you know, and the Republic shall be reorganized right, into the right. first galactic and, Empire. And we we see this bad the Chills, bad batch bro. here. It Chills. looks like maybe they're trying to almost be like undercover, like they're trying yeah, to pretend like, like they type like thing. they're like they are uh, along for the ride. Yeah. Like, and so that'll yeah. be interesting to see how all that plays and, out. And there was definitely like with. Uh, Butch or whatever his name is, I don't know the big one. Like, uh, you know, he, he definitely has some like kind of goofy like moments in the in the trailer. So I I have no doubt that it'll still exist. Unfortunately, since they set that precedence. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, but but I'm hoping that due to the traumaticness of Order sixty six that they did, uh, you know, there, it's not as much, right? Right. I mean, in the end, this is still the animated offering. Right. Of for right. this is this is the the closest thing to a kids show f- that they're that they're showing. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, except there's a couple more I guess that we're about to talk about. But like. Yeah. But but anyways, I I think that there's a lot of hope for this show. I think it could be really good. I agree. Um, going on from there, we got Star Wars Visions, which is actually going to be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. The anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited about this because <laughs> Andrew's not really into anime, but I am. I've always really enjoyed, I mean, not all of it, but certain well, shows. So you're right. You're right. This isn't yeah. necessarily for me, but I do know there's a large audience for anime oh yeah and i do know there's a lot of people that have been asking for star wars to do anime yeah and so with that being said i'm excited for those that are finally getting it um and i'm I'm gonna watch it yeah because i watch everything and read i consume everything star wars (laughs) so uh and maybe they'll 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 get me on it and i'll be excited but (laughs) but um i think there is potential to do some like really cool like high republic stuff in this yeah. like it's an anthology so it could be yeah they could tell all kinds of different eras and stuff, well, here's, so. here's what i'll say is that with anime if you if you watch anime one hallmark of anime is a the animation's beautiful for a lot of shows but b anime is home to a lot of shows has home to some of the most bombastic crazy fight scenes that you've ever seen in your life like the way you know because because they're hand drawn and they're drawing it and stuff like that so they can do whatever they want right but like I've seen some some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen is in an anime, uh, whatever that may be, right? Different shows and stuff. But I just I love the idea of having some crazy Jedi battles and stuff like that, like with like crazy awesome choreography and stuff like that. Um, since it's all gonna be drawn out and stuff like that, so I don't know. I'm that's what I'm most hopefully. Yeah, for. well, an anime you is always like exaggerated, right? So yeah, exactly. so like the fight scenes with like between let's say a Jedi and Sith could be pretty crazy. Yeah, and, precisely. And yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm I'm sure they'll they'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, we don't really get, we didn't get a time span on that or anything. Yeah, nothing but, at all on that one. But uh, yeah. we'll update you guys as we know. And yeah. and then uh, finishing out, we have a droid story, 
And this is it says Lucasfilm Animation will be teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by a legendary duo, duo R2D2 and C3PO. So yeah, I mean that's gonna be pretty fun. I don't know necessarily that that's gonna be like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think this is definitely meant for for kids. I think they're sure. really yeah. focusing on kids for this one. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot. Of, I mean, a lot of the stuff that they released is not geared towards right, kids, which right. my opinion was pretty good. But <laughs> I mean, I'm, down, <laughs> I mean, I'm but definitely. Happy I think about this that, is but. one of them that is is directed towards kids. Yeah, um, this exactly. droid story. At least it's something very lighthearted, not directly impingent to the. Uh, the lore and, and the universe, like just kind right. of a fun thing, like C three PO and the RTD just kind of and, and to me, you know? it kind of to me, it almost sounded like maybe this was going to be a like a like a movie. Yeah, it did. It definitely maybe did not like, like a not like a two hour long movie, well, but maybe something on a shorter. What, like a short how do they word it here? They said uh, so to, to develop a special Star Wars adventure. So one thing that they had, and this is this is may not be it at all. But one thing that they have been doing in Netflix that I felt like Disney Plus would totally want to jump on was these direct direct to consumer like that's not the right word I'm trying to say, but basically it's like a it's like a movie or something, but you play it right, like you choose different things. It's an adventure type based thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel like this could definitely be a Disney Plus version of that with C three PO and R two D two, and they go on these adventures. That that would be a cool idea. And it does say this have a this epic journey will introduce us to a new hero. Maybe the new hero is you as the, the person. Yeah. Who's, and it says guided by legendary that, that could very I well be something like that could be it. But, um, but yeah. And, and, and well, and another thing to kind of, to, uh, to maybe prove some of that is, as, as it says here, it says it's an, an intersection with animation and visual effects. Right. So it's, an, it's Lucasfilm animation who has created things such as clone wars is teaming up with industrial light and magic who's done stuff like uh the vr games yep exactly right we're getting exactly. this like combination here so you very well may be onto something there. and and i don't know i have nothing to prove that but i when i first watched the announcement mm-hmm. like that's immediately what my mind went to yeah. i thought that's what it was yeah that's pretty cool um so I, I hadn't even thought about that that's that's yeah. cool that could very well be it um but that is that is it the last thing I would like to to say before we go today, um, first of all, wow, <laughs> so much, stuff. so much, so much oh, stuff. I'm sorry. This has I have one more question. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and so let's let's talk about this. Uh, JB says, "What are your thoughts on the amount of material we are getting from Disney Plus? I don't think any of this could have been possible if it were not for the huge success of The Mandalorian. Could Favreau have rescued the Star Wars franchise? And do you think it was done for the diehard?" Star Wars fans. So we're kind of running low on time here, but but there's kind of like two points I want to address here and then I'll bounce back with Andrew. First thing is, um, do you think it could have been possible if not for the huge success of Mandalorian? Absolutely not. Um, my, my opinion is that after we saw what happened with the sequels, the main Disney branch uh, that had control over this, right? They're like, ooh, let's step back. Ooh, you know, people didn't like it. Ooh, let's take our time. And then all of a sudden, Favreau and Filoni came in and be like, well, let's go ahead and let's just, just start producing this show and kind of convince Kennedy uh, that, that that we should do this. Because um, like I said, it was stated that they kind of wanted to step back, reevaluate, realign, and then come back to it. Um, and, and, potent- like I said, and the only thing that we knew about at that time was a possible movie coming in 20, uh, well, the next movie, which was possibly 2022 or 2023. Um, I don't think 
personally that if it wasn't for the success of the Mandalorian, that they would have pursued all of these things, right? Um, and that's just, again, my opinion, but Disney's a corporation. They're highly driven by money, as we know. <laughs> so um, I, do, I do think, if anything, the, the, the success of the Mandalorian absolutely played a huge part into it. Um, one thing I do want to say, though, uh, well, I'll say that. Well, I'll bounce to you first. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that, that we would have gotten all this if it wasn't for the Mandalorian, or do you think they just would have, they always kind of had plans for this? No, I think I think it's definitely uh, based off the success of the Mandalorian because, as you said, like they they took a step back after Rise of Skywalker, right. and and so they've had about a year of deciding where to go next. Right? And they still haven't figured it out, and, or actually you know? more than a year because the the movie, of course, was was finished before that. But mm-hmm. um, so they they've been they've been trying to figure out what they wanted to do and they said hey you know in my opinion this is what kind of went down there the Mandalorian is doing well um now you know the second season is of course doing well and and I think they and 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 with this year as crazy as it's been theaters are pretty much uh basically dead this year yeah um I think Disney Disney Plus has been the the platform to to go with for all this stuff, and they've just decided to just, let's just do it. Let's go full yeah. force. Yeah, and uh, we're still going to have a theatrical movie in in the future, but right now let's focus and put everything we got into Disney Plus, and let's make some some good Star Wars content. Sure, and yeah. uh, and that's what we're getting. So, yeah, hundred percent agree. Now I want to address the second part that I thought was uh, you know about that question I wanted to hit on was. Um, what are your thoughts on the amount of material we are getting from Disney Plus? And this could be a really long discussion, and I really do have to, to quit, but I, I did want to say this. Yeah, I still have one more question I want to ask you, too. So. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll be quick on this. I'll be quick on this. Okay. And then we'll bounce. But let's just be brief. Right. But I admit I'm so excited. Uh, let me phrase it this. I'm very excited for what we're getting, but I admit I am a little worried that with so many projects over the next couple of years that they might stretch themselves a little too thin and that, you know, sometimes you need know, the saying quality over quantity, right? And we're getting a lot of quantity. Mandalorian was so good because that was the only thing that they were working on. Um, and I know different teams work on different things, obviously, right? But but my opinion, I think, you know, whenever you had one team, you know, that was fully funded, fully powered by Disney and Lucasfilm, and they were just working on that. That's why we got two amazing seasons in a row. But now that we're working on almost 12 different things now over the next four years, you know, it is a little worrisome to me that like, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't affect the quality of what we get, especially on some shows like we want to see like the Soka, Acolyte, etc. cetera, uh, especially Kenobi. But what's your thoughts? Well, let's, so let's say we're getting like three a year, mm-hmm. uh, maybe four uh, for some years. I, I think that can be, uh, that can be okay if, if they're spaced out enough and, mm-hmm. and, you know, most of these shows that we're looking at aren't going to be that long, right? Sure. They're going to be probably a lot of them are going to be like eight episodes at the most, right? Kind of well, like Mandalorian. Like, like, um, <clears throat> me, we know with Ahsoka, it says a limited series. So yeah, right. for sure. And so with all that being said, it's probably not even going to take up that much time out of, out of a, a year. So I, I think it's going to be okay. I think if we had yeah. much more than this, then I'd start to be like, ooh, uh, yeah. you know, maybe this is a little too much. But I think I think that they can make this work and make it work well and and have enough space to to yeah. to let it fill out. And um, and so I'm 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 excited about it. Uh, what was the what was that question? 
What do you mean? What did you, what was the exact question again? But what are your thoughts on the amount of material we're getting from Disney Okay, Plus? so I answered it, yeah. yeah pretty right. much. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, first of all, JB, thanks for the question. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, that kind of covers it. I think that, you know, it could be a little worrisome, but I do have faith in the team. I mean, sure, it's always a little, I mean, based off of what we, some of the, in my opinion, failures of what Lucasfilm has done so far with Star Wars, mm-hmm. it's, it is a little worrisome, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these things that we're getting, Dave, Dave Filoni and John Favreau, hands are not even on it right uh yeah and, most and, of them and honestly. uh and what i think a lot of why we love what we've gotten from mandalorian is because they're so involved some yeah. of the stuff they're not involved in yeah and well so uh, kenobi for instance well new. yeah kenobi is actually a, a good example of that mm-hmm. and uh, the acolyte and, mm-hmm. and you know and the, mo- the the next movie and stuff mm-hmm. and 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 so that's a little worrisome true sure yeah. um yeah. but yeah well only, only time will tell yeah. If, but I have one last question before we Let's before we get off. Let's do it. What rumors, rumored series that we've been talking about didn't show up today? Oh, let's think here. Because um, I think that's something else to consider here. Oh, you, you so, know, yeah. So one big one I can think of. Yeah, I think we're thinking the same is, one. Is Boba Fett. Yep. We've talked yep. about, we've even had some casting for it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And yet, not shown at all. Nothing. Nothing was said whatsoever. I have a theory. I think uh, I don't think they want to reveal this yet because Boba's still in in the Mandalorian. Yeah, right you don't now. want to take away from what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I think because he's involved in Mandalorian right now, they did not want to reveal it. Yeah, I personally think this is still happening, and we're getting it within the the time period of of now between 2023. Yeah, and I do still believe it's a prequel. Yeah, um, I, I think I think that's the reason why they didn't show it. I'm not gonna speaking thing into existence here, but but could it be that they're waiting because they know that they're gonna give them a triumphant end, so to speak, in this in this season? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. But I'm just saying, what if? And then like now, like everyone's oh sad that that Boba's gone, but like oh, but wait, there's more. They just brought him back. I I I, I think that'd be crazy to kill yeah. him off. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just I saying, see like, what you're saying. But though, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I could see in the eyes of the, the corporate folk that they're like, well, you know, we'll wait because then when everybody's all sad, they're like, but wait, there's more. Well, now we can go back to your story, you know, post episode six, but before the Mandalorian. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. But yeah. So that's possibly. one. So that's the main one I can think of. I can sure. think of another one, uh, the Rebels sequel that True. we like we talked about earlier. True. Uh, no signs of that. I'm starting to wonder if, if, if that may be isn't necessarily real and that the Ahsoka spinoff is, is yeah. kind of the rebel sequel. Yeah. Um, but again, I guess only time will tell with that, but I don't, I I'm starting to have doubts that that's even real. Yeah. Especially with the, I mean, but the thing of like with the name drop of Thrawn, like something has to be concluded there, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it very well could be possible, especially since they didn't announce it at investor day that we're going to be seeing that completed through Ahsoka, the, the series, but it's just, it's just, it blows my mind to think that they're going to wrap up the whole story in just a limited series. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it seems like a bigger story, right? You um, think so. And then the high Republic animated series we discussed. True. Which yeah. maybe they mistaken that for the live action thing. Uh, that, uh, could that, be, that seems, that, could that makes sense rumor. to me. Is there any other rumored shows that we have, that we've talked about that you can think of that did not uh, make an appearance here? Um, talking about so honestly we've talked most i mean it's crazy is a lot of these rumors we talked about all came true today true yeah lando series a lot of the stuff we've been debating about (laughs) talking about um has only been confirmed today so that 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 goes to show guys like don't don't uh 
don't discredit the the rumor section yeah. of the show because it, uh, it I mean, well if you guys have been paying attention you know? to our rumor section, you guys were probably not too surprised by a lot of this today. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a huge shocker for at least yeah. some of you. Yeah, but overall, I'm so excited. Yeah, about the the future of Star Wars. You and me are going to be busy for the next couple of years <laughs> Very for sure. Busy. Very busy. We're going to have a lot to do here, so stick Gladly with the Jedi too. Eternal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, man. The The future is bright for Star Wars. I was honestly, and I'll, I I got to go. <laughs> I keep saying that. And I have more things to say. But I'll be honest. I'll be very transparent. He's got like, a sister's birthday party to go to. I know. So. Well, I got to be a good brother, I guess, right? <laughs> um, I was being very, you know, be very transparent. Is that like at the end of, of Friday of Skywalker, right? Star Wars has been me and Andrew's thing for a very long time. And whenever it ended, I, I was super excited to, to, to watch episode nine and, and, and the climactic end and all stuff like that, you know, barring some of my disappointments of that movie within itself. I was like very disappointed and kind of like, not going to say like I was depressed, but I was like, kind of like, you know, sullen the next couple of days. I'm like, man, Star Wars is over, right? Star Wars is over. Yeah. And I felt like a part of me uh, died with Andrew. <laughs> it's like that Star Wars part of me and him just died. Yeah, you know, yeah. no, I'm just joking. Yeah. But, but to some degree, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was just kind of joking with that. But, but uh, you know, like that's something me and you have shared for a long yeah. time. And now I felt like that was dead. It was gone. But I'm happy to say that is not true. That yeah. is not well, true. And you know, and we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, the future of Star Wars. Yeah. That was the first episode. And that was the first, first episode. episode. Yeah. And I don't even remember what we said, I but, but, but here we are and we have literally seen the future the of Star future Wars. The future is bright. And, uh, and there's lots to come. So future so bright. Got to wear shades, baby. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we want to thank everybody so very much for your guys' continued support towards this podcast, and we absolutely look forward to hearing from you. Do you want to say real quick, um, if you are hearing this and you're wondering where the Mandalorian review is for this week for Chapter 15, uh, know that it is on a separate little bit. We kind of talked about the beginning of this episode, but I want to remind you that uh, there's going to be a separate little like sub-episode that we're going to be posting, yeah. um, so keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, and um, next week will be the review of the finale of the yes, Mandalorian. So that's so. going to be the main episode, of course. Yeah. So, but uh, without further ado, we uh, just ask that you guys would like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all those different places for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Um, like I said, also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, and leave a review. We'd absolutely love to hear a review from you guys. Many of you have, and we're appreciative, but we uh, hope that any of you other ones that haven't would, would do so. Um, and we, But we just thank you for listening, and we hope that you join us next week for episode 43. But last oh, but not yeah. least, yes, it's getting close. <laughs> getting up there. Getting up there. Last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. <laughs>